Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe Question Mark. I am your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me is Stitch. What's up? It's your boy Stitch. We are back at it. NBA Finals all over. We did that recap. Yes. Uh, more sports even in the goddamn summer. Yeah. Just sports is 24-7, 365. Show is. Yeah. See, even basketball. Summer League going on and everything. You know, I'm glad you brought up Summer League. Um, I have noticed more attention to Summer League than ever before. Yes. Now. And it's kind of weird to me because it's, it's truly fool's gold. Yeah. I don't give a damn if someone has a triple-double with 40-plus points a game in Summer League. It, it, it is meaningless. Yeah, they're selling out their arenas, though. They are, yeah, so. which is amazing to me. I think it just it just speaks to the popularity of basketball. Yeah. So, um, not to say that some of these rookies won't have some good seasons. I'm, you know, I think it's going to be a very competitive rookie of the year race, barring injuries. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, talk to me when October hits, you know, and Halloween and yeah. that first game or whatever. I think it's still good to be see the uh, the consistent fandom going on with uh, with basketball year round. It's Absolutely. not that they, uh, people forget about it until October runs around, but uh, people are actually paying attention. Uh, I mean, people are curious to see how Lonzo uh, is playing, what shoes he's wearing while yes. he's playing. And, yes, uh, what his dad's talking about. Yeah, who's who's trash talking him, what uh, the Philly crew is uh, saying to, to his father and everything. You know what's amazing though? Can you believe that with all of that like drama throughout the entire last six months, he is a Laker. And it looks like he's the starting point guard for the Lakers. Yeah. That seemed like a one in a hundred shot five, six months ago. He talked it into reality, sort of like how he says, where uh, his son's going to play for the Lakers. Yep. Et cetera, et cetera. It, it happened. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have the number one draft pick. We didn't know what position they, uh, position they were going to land in the draft. Correct. We didn't know if uh, he was truly going to get picked up by another team. You know? Yeah. Or someone would trade up and snatch him, or Lakers would trade down. It's amazing yeah. and remarkable. I, I give that family props for one way or another hooking and crooking into making that into a reality, <laughs> yeah. which is hard to do. Yeah, once the games start, we'll see how legit his actual skills are. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's switch gears from uh, even basketball and summer league to just start it off. Right now, the biggest uh, thing going on in sports, which we touched upon a little bit last time, mm-hmm. is McGregor and uh, Mayweather. Oh, boy. Right now, they're doing a bunch, a series of press circuits. The four four city press tour. Uh, they did L.A., Toronto. Today, they did uh, New York, Brooklyn, more specifically, and then tomorrow they're doing, uh, I believe, it is London, and it's to promote the fight. Yep. Build up hype. It's, that's sort of what you're supposed to do in all boxing. We've seen this happen from back in the day. It, even the Mike Tyson. It goes even before that. We had people running and sort of doing fake fights and going at each other. And people need to get in between both parties. Um, it seemed to have, at least to my memory, escalated more so during the Tyson days. When the more outrageous and off the wall the actual promo and the weigh-in was, it seemed to be just better and better. So people tried to constantly top each other. Like, okay... We're going to uh, push each other, and it's going to be a tough staring match. I'm going to throw something at you. Oh, I'm going to start yelling at you. I'm going to say I'm going to eat your children. Yep. It, it just is a continuing 
cycle of what I consider just WWE showmanship. Mm. Um, I have no issue with the WWE. I enjoy wrestling for for what it is. <laughs> um, this is it's embarrassing, I think, in terms of you have a sport in boxing which many people have considered it dead in many aspects. Yep. And you have a sport in UFC which is trying to get to be on the level of your major four core sports. Um, and for it seems like they're just using this this sort of publicity stunt and it doesn't do anything except hurt your legitimacy as a actual professional sports entity when you are doing these comical sideshow borderline racist stuff which we will touch on well can i ask a question and yes we will certainly touch upon that do you think that um for the ufc with dana white and all of that you think that they have any control over mcgregor i don't think they do contractually they do they're supposed to until they they let the the dog out of their cage like i said they let their prize hen Mm -hmm. leave the hen house and go into the wolf den but i mean i don't even mean with that i'm talking about when we talk about these this tour Uh for hyping the fight up do you think that they have control over what he says does or how he acts they don't don't want to or care okay they don't want to or care because they know the more outrageous the more divisive and shock and value that he gets that's more money that's going to be brought in. Okay. It doesn't matter if they're not trying to sell McGregor beating Mayweather or mm. vice versa. They're just trying to sell you paying ninety dollars to watch whatever happens. Happen. Is it really ninety dollars, goddamn? Ninety dollars. Holy shit! It's wow. ninety damn dollars to watch this uh, this thing. But they don't they don't care. I mean, Dana White stepped back from because if you're going to look at it, Mayweather knows how to promote his fights. He certainly does. Is littered in the top pay per view uh, ticket. I don't. I, it's not really a ticket sale, but pay per view sales in terms of uh, numbers purchased. Um, so he's just following Mayweather's recipe, and Mayweather has a history, a long history of acting a fool, saying outrageous, sort of dog whistling, racial kind of stuff. Even from Mayweather talking to some of these Mexican fighters. Yep. Uh, Pacquiao say, uh, mentioning sort of Asian kind of uh, disrespectful things. I can't remember the exact quote, but I was I was reading it earlier saying he's gonna like like sushi and call him yellow man and, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it, it seems Mayweather is I mean uh, McGregor is all for that because May, May, uh, McGregor is sort of nutty in his own aspect in that realm of their sport. Mm-hmm. So you get two people that just have no filter in the way. Both sports are shaped at this time. The more outrageous and crazier you get, oh, I like him. It, 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 it's ridiculous. Like some Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of, oh, I like the guy that gives the middle finger and doesn't give a fuck and just says what's on his mind with no filter. And people seem to be sort of eating it up and enjoying it. I still don't think this is going to translate to ticket sales because well, why, why would you pay $90 to, to watch it? Like it, you're still watching a poor athletic contest i think here's where i i disagree with you i actually think people are dumb enough to fall for the hype oh yes yeah, so, yeah people because there's there's nothing going on right now uh, unless you are a hardcore baseball fan and one of your teams is you know like the best in their division 
there's no Olympics. There's summer league, you know, if, if you're in one of those cities, which, you know, still very small time. There's no football going on right now for college or right. pro. Um, and there's no NHL. Right. So it's really a dead zone from the standpoint of sports. Meatheads aren't doing shit all over the country or all over the world, really, except for salivating over one event. And I think that you're going to get a lot of people who fall for any type of hype, because McGregor has a lot of fans. Mayweather has a lot of eyeballs on him at all times because of his record, because of, you know, all of the terrible things he's done, love him or hate him. You know him. Right. I think it is going to do extremely well uh, in terms of all-time pay-per-view eyeballs, but I'm I'm going to take a step back and repeat something that I said previously. I don't think this is going to be a competitive fight. No. And I think people are going to be severely disappointed. It's a heist. It really is. It's how how are we going to fleece people out of a hundred dollars? Mm. Like what what will make what will make paying a hundred dollars worth it for? I'm going to say this. The only thing that's going to make it worth it for almost everybody, I think about 80% of the people who are going to pay, will be an actual knockout by McGregor. Yeah. If that big, unlikely event occurs, all of those people are going to think that they got their money's worth. That's why people have been watching Mayweather fight every fight. 49, the last 49 times. they want him to lose. They want this cocky... Arrogant sob to lose, so they're yes. hate watching, and we we all know this. I enjoy watching McGregor. I mean, uh, Mayweather because he's an awesome, all time great boxer. But the majority of people don't give a shit. They just want to see someone get their comeuppance and get their teeth knocked down their throat. Yeah, and I'll say, I will freely admit later in his career, um, because he's he's not a young spring chicken. Mm-hmm. He's forty nine and zero. The last, I don't know, nine to twelve fights or so haven't been a whole. There hasn't been a whole lot of sizzle in the actual ring from him. Um, he's certainly past his prime. There's no fucking doubt about it when it comes to Mayweather. But it's very easy to dislike and hate him. Yeah, he's not only arrogant. He's had domestic violence problems. He's you know very salty in all interviews. He says outrageously stupid stuff. And he seems almost proud of his, let's just put it nicely, learning disabilities when it comes to whatever is going on uh, with his uh, ability to process information on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I mean, if we're really thinking about it, like, should we be making fun of that? Should we be making fun of a grown man that can't read? If that is, I mean, it started with, I guess, his beef with 50 Cent over whatever... I, I I think it's fair grounds if that person is a celebrity and if that person is bragging about so much uh, success in his life and at the same time having such ugly skeletons in his closet like domestic violence and all the other ugliness. I mean, to me, and I don't even know if it's legitimate or if it was all just 50 Cent having a really good mm-hmm. stinger that became truth based on the internet. Right. I don't know. I've never seen this man actually read some cat in the hat book mm-hmm. and, you know, seen how quickly he got through those three and four letter words. Are, are we going to, okay, we, 
and by all means, I'm not trying to say Mayweather is any sort of uh, role model or mm-hmm. a positive person to be uh, looking at or, or anything. Yep. Is he worse than Mike Tyson, a man who was convicted? Yeah, that's a great point. Which is one of my that's personal things that always baffles me, how people just seem to randomly forget. Yeah, it's a great point. It was a longer time ago. So there's a younger... Yes. Ge- if you're a millennial... You don't really know about Mike Tyson and, 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 and his history, except maybe what you read on Wikipedia. Maybe you see some highlights. For people of our generation and older, yes. you're absolutely right. Nobody should forget any of those things. Mm-hmm. There is also, when you look back, I think a lot of people, wrongly so, um, look look through look at the past with rose-colored glasses when it comes to that rape conviction that he had. And a lot of people don't actually believe... The, the woman who, you know, yeah. who, who, who did it. Now, whether it did or did not happen, it is a conviction. He went to jail. He served his time. Right. It happened. He's ha- He has other things on his record, including allegations of get, dating back to Robin Givens yeah. of domestic violence yeah. and whatnot. Tyson is not a nice person either. Yeah. But I think he's looked on fondly because he did the Hangover movie. Mm-hmm. I think he's looked over... Cartoon fa- series. Cartoon series. He's also... Um, you know, been in video games that were iconic, like yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and he just doesn't seem like the type of guy that takes himself super duper seriously anymore. anymore. Right, and that that's uh, that's the thing that I think eases some of the uh, the the threat that he used to have yeah. in terms of legacy and whatnot outside of the ring. Yeah. Both did terrible things. Yeah. I, man, I'm with it. Bit a man's ear off in. He was headbutting though. He over was head and over again. He still. But he bit. He cannibalized did, he, a man in he the did. ring. He did. <laughs> Look, you know, athletes are are not um, perfect human beings. Uh, I think the other thing that with Tyson that people always forget about those losses were huge, and so when you talk about wanting to hate watch someone. Um, finally get taken out and quote unquote learn their lesson. The fact that it's never happened with Mayweather for four, you know forty nine and zero, yeah. and Tyson with Buster Douglas, you know with that surprising loss, yeah, his legacy took a hit. No one really right there hated Tyson. Everyone, I mean, they treated Tyson like he was. The, I mean, he was the youngest. He was like the LeBron James of boxing. He was going through just murdering, murking people. Like, just like there were no contests. Taking yes. people that were legitimate champions and just pounding their face in and, yeah. and instilling fear like we had never seen in any level of sports ever before. Yes. Um, now, when once uh, he got out of jail and once he lost, then he got out of jail. Then, he lost, then that's where I have a little bit of trouble with his legacy. Now, boxing is a little bit of a gray area for me because I don't try to pretend like I'm some expert on it. He had some cupcake fights. Yeah. And he was never the same level of ferocious, Correct. super athletic, unstoppable Iron Mike in the ring. Yeah, it went, then t- once people stopped being scared of him, it was sort of, and they could uh, withstand that first like two minutes of the yeah, round because he never had stamina. Yeah, I mean Lennox Lewis beat him hand- handily. Yep, Holyfield obviously beat him, and then he, later on when he just was. Based off his name, was getting some of these these fights. He was he was still losing those, but um, just to jump back to the McGregor Mayweather aspect of it, um, we waited as a general sports public for 
multiple years, close to a decade, for Mayweather and Pacquiao to fight. The top two so-called boxers in their sport. And we wanted that. Everyone wanted that. Yep. They were too busy trying to decide on who was going to get what cut of the money. Then there was uh, blood testing for steroids. And, and Pacquiao supposedly didn't like needles and back and forth. And we finally got that. And that pay-per-view number was $4.6 million uh, by, uh, sales okay. in terms of people who actually bought the actual um, pay-per-view. Okay. I went over to a friend's house. I actually watched it. It was whatever. I mean... Yeah. Was it memorable? Yeah. It wasn't memorable, but it was the fight we all wanted to see yep. for damn near a decade. This thing hasn't been put on our plates since for about, what, a year? Yeah. A year and a half? And do we... Have we been calling for this? Who who invented this? They did. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you and put the blame, so to speak, solely on the UFC and yeah. McGregor wanting this and yeah. Dana White wanting this, um, and then because remember everybody's forgetting Floyd was retired. Yeah, he's coming out of retirement Again. to do this. Yeah, to do this fight and to make it that nice round number of fifty and zero. Yeah. I get that, but. That's who wanted this more than anything else, you so, know? So in terms of anticipation, were you more excited to... Were you more excited when they announced, oh my God, we're going to get Pacquiao Mayweather? Definitely, okay. definitely, yeah. Yeah, I, here's the thing. And I, I said this before, the fact that McGregor's never been in a professional boxing yeah. match with those gloves, which are totally different, against a professional fighter... Is huge You're for me. Putting a forty-nine and zero professional boxer versus a person who doesn't box. Yes. Who has never professionally boxed at all. Yes, and there no is no difference a in me and you in terms of boxing. Yeah, but there's a distinction between what he does, and he's a great. I would say now I don't believe that there's a unanimous feeling with MMA fans that he is the greatest of all time, pound for pound, no. at what he does over there. No, he's the flavor of the UFC week. As I as I've mentioned my issues with with the UFC, it's who they're promoting. It's their prize hen this Def, month, this year. You definitely, mm -hmm. he's the headliner for them yeah. at the moment, and I'm with you on that. Uh, his all time status, I think it's a huge question mark right now. Oh yeah. Um, but he wanted this, and it, what it reminds me of is the whole monkey's paw legend, the evil monkey paw oh, that legend. Sounds so familiar. So Is that this what the wishes? Yes. Where you they did a Simpsons on it and yeah. there's obviously a literary literary tradition with it and book and whatnot. But basically it's a petrified monkey's paw uh -huh. and you wish on it and you, you wish for like but a million dollars, but the wishes are fucked up. And the whole moral <laughs> lesson is be careful what you wish for. Yeah. He okay. wished for this. Yeah, that's good. And when I wish for this, yeah. When he gets what he wants in that ring. And it's quick, decisive, and a loss. Where do you go from there? Where does he go? Be where, besides where? his money. And I, I, I'm not going to yeah, fault yeah. this man for making way more money that, with this than he probably could in I agree. five fights with the UFC. I have no issue with McGregor taking the fight. Because he's going to make way more money in this than he ever could have in UFC. And faster. Yes. So I have no issue with that. My whole thing and I've said it before, is like, what is Dana White thinking by allowing this to happen, by letting his prize hen go out, go off the reservation into the wild Jumanji jungle? Yeah. He can't come back 
if he comes back to UFC, what, what's the excitement in that? Oh, yeah, you got your ass whipped or whatever. More No, more people will have seen you get your ass whipped. Yeah. Let's be real clear on that. Yeah. So, I, obviously, I think he would probably retain all of his um, current records yeah, his and status, status yeah, and belts or whatever. But the draw to watch the him? draw and limelight, if this is a decisive Mayweather win like it should be, yeah, definitely drops. It yeah. just has to drop. Um, I, but do you even go back? Why, why do you why do you go back to UFC? The only reason why I would say so is unless he truly just loves the sport of boxing, um, what other headliner from the world of boxing are you going to try to pick a fight with next? If I'm McGregor and I do this, yeah. I'm done. I retire. I sit on my money and I just chill. I'll be an announcer for UFC. Ah. I, there's no reason for me ever to get in the goddamn ring ever again. Just and I will take easy checks, not get my brain punched in. I remember when that Diaz fight was going down again. And he didn't want to do any of his uh, media obligations. He was like, I'm tired that. of all this BS with, with Dana White. And they, they, he was having issues with Dana for, for that sure whole was. aspect. He was mad at Dana for not even allowing this fight to happen. So once he gets his, his check... You see him gone? He, Are you predicting? I, he should be. I, I mean, he's tw- I think he's 29 years of age. Um, you know, I, I can't get inside the guy's head. I don't, I don't know him well enough yeah. to get inside his head. It will be fascinating to see if that actually pans out. Because essentially, then he's gonna real, he's gonna have to do it, try to do it. He's like, okay, I had my my nice little fat check, and he's gonna be chasing again, and then he's just age is gonna come. It he's not gonna be able to draw nearly as much in the UFC if he loses. Now, what, I'm not even gonna go down the hypothetical thing if he wins. That's the only way this situation works out good for the UFC. However, it works out worse for somebody who has way more on the line and has way more of an ego and is. Holding up an entire sport on his hand, on his shoulders in Floyd. Floyd's not going to lose. That's why Floyd seems to be a little bit more chill and more calm because he realizes the gravity of the situation. He can't afford to take an L. He can't or, afford his goddamn taxes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so I mean, once once and then he can retire in peace. He's got his fifty and zero. Nobody can take that away from him. He beat whoever you it is that was put in front of him. He beat Pacquiao for his forty seventh and then or forty eighth and then he won this one. So he can go off right into the sunset. Daniel White has to go find a new prize chicken to try to make the UFC mouth breather crowd fan base get all hyped for and think that they, they're the baddest man on the planet again. And we've seen that go. Well, hey, listen. I, I get where you're coming from. I know just from being on the outside and watching some uh, UFC fights from time to time. I don't watch everything. I cer- certainly mm-hmm. don't. I don't watch... The ultimate fighter anymore or any of that really but um when someone transcends that you're right there's kind of a, a cycle and it hasn't lasted very long lately in terms of the the top person yeah. um we will see what happens in, in late august what is it 26 i think yeah you can't it's not going to if he no boxers can't even touch mayweather in 12 rounds this guy has never gone the distance of twelve rounds, so what are we? Pay, what are I'm not paying for it, but what are people paying for or expecting that would be so worth their money? Yeah, the chance to watch potentially Floyd lose live. Yep, a hundred dollars to watch that. Do you well, pay a hundred dollars to watch it? I, like I said, if it <laughs> if it the one in a hundred chance, if it actually does pan out, all those people are super happy. 
why don't we switch gears though? Obviously, McGregor has uh, gotten in some hot water with Black Twitter and mm-hmm. plenty of other folks um, about uh, comments uh, using saying monk uh, comparing what was it the Apollo or the uh, Rocky movie? The Rocky movie because he didn't know what they asked. One of the guys from Jimmy Kimmel Live asked him about uh, if he thinks that he could beat Rocky Three, yeah, or Rocky and Rocky Three, or something like that. Yeah, and he couldn't remember. He was like, "Oh, which one is that one?" He's trying to remember. He's like, "Is that the one with the uh, the, the monkeys monkey, dancing? The monkeys dancing in yeah. the gym?" Yeah, and I mean the whole boy because he had the old comments saying "dance for me, boy," whatever. Okay, whatever. That doesn't phase me. I think that's sort of you can slide or whatever. We understand what the connotation sometimes when a white person says boy to a person of color sort of means. He's not from here. We, we can sort of let that slide. When you start referring to people of color, especially Africans, as monkeys, you can't pull the ignorance card. No, it isn't. It isn't ignorance. No. It, it is intentional. Yeah, it is, an, it is intentional. He did mean it with the racist connotations. I don't, you know, there's no two ways about it. And it's also part of the hype and trying to get into Floyd's head and other people's head. He doesn't care about people hating him. You know, he doesn't care about uh, how that looks. He's not trying to be PC. But this is your prize chicken. This is your, your UFC prize chicken that is just going out there calling black people monkeys. Yep. That's that's your that's your superstar, and I don't think they have control over him saying more stuff. No. In the next, we, in the next we've, we've seen uh, Kobe Bryant get in trouble for saying the f word on a bench where he got fined a million dollars, where did. they got the camera on him he saying it. He wasn't saying it at a press conference. He wasn't yeah. directing it. He just said the f word. Yeah, and they hit him with what is a hundred. I thought it was a fine. They made basically they uh, strong armed him into apologizing. And, um, yeah, I do remember that incident kind of later in his career. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, and, and the NBA has a much stronger image, you know, with corporate sponsorship and all of that um, to protect. It was $100,000. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. You can go to any street ball. Yeah, of course. And hear much worse and and the, yeah. that word as well. You, but but he, he I hear you. Up apologetic he's like yeah yeah i'm fucked up whatever took sensitivity classes yeah. and etc cetera, etc cetera. and there was a whole campaign by the nba i think more so yes. afterwards with uh, yeah. like grand hill some other out, folks saying yeah. you know and tried to be like this isn't good this is not yeah. we apologize and that, g- smart move by the nba Definitely. to do damage control everybody was on board nobody felt like they were forced to do it or anything i could never see the nfl doing that the NFL's a little, well, a lot different. Because <laughs> you can't really, I mean, they don't have mics really where you can see, where they're not, they don't have open mics on the, you, you, what you're hearing is the announcing booth. Mm. The only thing you really hear is him calling hut, hut, hut. Yeah. But yeah, you're yeah. not, they, they don't have on field referees wearing the mics. They don't have Peyton Manning mic'd up. They don't have the linebacker mic'd up. JJ <laughs> Watt's not, lo- not, on a live hot mic. Not a live hot mic. Yeah. Okay. okay. They're fair that's, enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Let me uh, correct a lot. No live hot mics in the uh, NFL. But um, McGregor's doubling down on this. He sure is. Doesn't care. I don't know what he wants to. I mean, 
Is he trying to... I, I, I don't get it. Like, I understand, yeah, you want you want to get that hate money, but do you not want any fans, like, after the fight? Like, you're completely alienating yourself to a specific portion of a population that is not deemed to be uh, well-liked, respected, or um, thought of in high regard. Yeah, racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it, it's it's an ugly look. I'll also say this. Um, I haven't paid attention to every single Floyd uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. I know he's worn like a sombrero, I yeah. believe, uh, in, in a very ethnically offensive mm-hmm. manner. This is something, as you alluded to at the beginning, that does happen and sometimes escalates uh, when it comes to boxing promotion. It's never good. I don't like it on either side. I don't like, you know... Someone coming at him about Irish or Leprechaun or anything, any of that shit either. But here's where I have the biggest problem. The meatheads who, you know, are dumb enough to before and afterwards cause problems. Yeah. We've seen very recently, um, I don't know the the fighters' names, but we've seen people just run up in the ring. Yeah. and, And take swings and punches at people. Yep. And even if this is totally uh, or- orchestrated between these two fighters, and they Could don't be. mean it, they they have sort of a, a wink handshake behind closed doors. Like, yeah, whatever, we'll build this this fight up. You can say whatever you want to me, et cetera, et cetera. That shit doesn't apply to the people and the fans in the in the crowd saying beat that monkey's ass or something like that. And then you got you have an explosive. Si- you all all boxing is an explosive situation, certainly. Because a lot of times you are rooting for national pride. In terms of what fighters you are, are rooting for, ethnic, racial pride, and obviously historically, w- with there being so much race involved in the actual sport of boxing, in terms of uh, Jack Johnson, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a high mixture of gasoline and uh, fireworks that they're playing with at this time, and it's they have no regards. They don't. Uh, it's it's a bad look, and I. Don't see anybody wanting to control it or, or stomp it out. Unlike, you know, like we mentioned with the NBA. Um, <laughs> it better live up to this goddamn hype. It, it really better. And there better not be any uh, outlandish incidents of violence outside of the ring, either before or afterwards. Otherwise, it's going to be a, a real unless, ugly look. Unless one of them actually physically dies in the ring, then Ooh. I don't think it's worth $100. It's been a while since that's happened. <laughs> But I'm sorry, it's been a while since that's happened, but when it does in a a fight that actually has some eyeballs watching it, it literally stops everything in the sports world and people take a moment and, and are like, should we be doing this? Should we be do- having this sport, <laughs> period? I, growing up, there was a, I, I feel like there were some times in the 80s and early yeah. 90s where it happened a couple of times and I remember folks being like, Holy yeah, we crap. need to re-examine this gladiator-type sport. Yeah. Unlike where there's been some deaths in NASCAR and uh, obviously uh, horse racing yeah. and some other stuff, for those people don't take the time out and say, hey, hold on, should we be doing this? Yeah. I, don't, I think history will repeat itself. The next time we have, again, a high profile, not something where there's not a whole lot of eyeballs watching, yeah. but a high profile... Either near death or an actual death in the either in the ring or in the hospital right afterwards, you may not see boxing for a while. It could it will it could happen boxing or UFC, either or. I feel like 
I hear you. I think it's more likely in boxing. For some reason, I don't have all the statistics. Mm -hmm. I just know that historically there have been these incidents, and I haven't heard about as many for for mixed martial arts. But could be totally wrong. Someone could fact check us. And then you you can literally... Once you find out what happens, you can watch a bazillion different videos of said... Because like, I remember when Pacquiao got knocked out. I was cracking up laughing because yeah. I was not a Pacquiao fan. I heard he got knocked out. Yep. And in two minutes flat, I can see the video everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's... I can wait two minutes Actually, and not pay $100. You know what? In the days of, of Facebook Live and all that stuff, there's no goddamn way I'm paying for this crowd. I'm not even going to a bar that has, you know. No, not if they're trying to cover. You yeah. can go anywhere, watch it for free. Watch it. Someone's going to be Facebooking. Like, it'll be streaming on Twitter. Yeah. It something, periscoping it. Yeah. It's That's central. Yeah. yeah. Technology. All right. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That was, that was good, though. Yeah. That, that's topical. We got, I don't know, less five weeks till that. What, what, what else we got on here? Um, well, NBA free agency. Big, um, big stuff has happened. Yeah. Um, a lot of big things been going on. The Warriors have um, all bought into the team basketball concept. And um, a lot of, well, not a lot of people, but because Curry got his money. Yes. Um, but Durant noticeably took uh, $9 million to $10 million less than he could have taken. Yep. To help keep that team together. More specifically, their role players in Sean Livingston and uh, Andre Iguodala uh, to keep that core together. And, I mean, it, a lot of times you can, you get your money when you can get it because um, you don't know how long your health will hold up, what might happen to your career, but Durant's completely happy winning. And um, yep. if you want to... Some people call it a really selfless act. Um, it's not really selfless because he values winning. More so than he does the check. Most people associate being selfish with, with money, but in terms of getting your career goal, yep. if it means, okay, I got to take less money to go down in history and be and get, secure my spot in the uh, Hall of Fame or have this many rings, he chose that path. Do you realize how many more endorsements he's going to have oh, of course. as a champion, multiple championship winner? Maybe multiple finals MVP winner Possible as well. Back to back. Yeah, it, and he, I'm happy for Durant. He seems happy. This is a great place for him. It's a great fit. The entire rest of the league, Eastern Conference and Western Conference, is behind the Warriors and trying to keep up and making all types of deals yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, we have, just to fast forward a little bit, we got CP3 going to Houston, which is huge. Yeah. We got Gordon Hayward, and now he finally ended up with. Boston, Boston, yes. Which is a nice acquisition for them. Potentially um, Mello going to possible Houston or Cleveland. Things are changing on a dime. I haven't heard that officially announced quite yet. By the time you're hearing this, that may have already happened. Yeah. And so, uh, and Mello has a no trade clause, as we've uh, talked about over and over and over again. Um, We shall see. I mean... Paul George to the um, OKC. Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, now, okay, see. Don't don't think that y'all really got an acquisition that's a superstar oh, that's going to put you, go. you over the... I mean, here the, you go. having Paul George on your team makes your team a little better. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, our, you're not going to sit up here and tell me that they are a legitimate Western Conference threat to the dubs. No. But, I uh, do think they improve, obviously, 
from the, uh, what were they, six seed? Yeah, six seed last year. I think year. they can challenge for the four. Yeah. Or depending on what happens with the Spurs. Um, Spurs don't seem to be getting really any younger. True. Um, a lot of things going on with Aldridge has not been working out as how they thought it would be. Big man um, lazy. Yeah, but um, I don't. they're not jumping the Warriors. They're not jumping the Rockets. Nope. Best case scenario, if they can play well together, maybe maybe they get lucky and get a three or four seed. Yeah, because the other thing is the Clippers, which were the fourth seed. I, well, I think Clippers are done. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. So I mean, you things shuffle obviously. Yeah. Um, we we will definitely see. Um, besides the draft pick, you know, and I keep obviously hearing a lot of rumors, but I haven't heard anything happen for the eight, uh, the Lakers getting somebody new. Um, they got can. Uh, the guy from the Pistons, Pope. I I can't think of his uh, full name. Davis Pope or something. Yeah, but uh, not an all star. No, he's, he's a nice role player. He gets his uh, twelve to fourteen points in Detroit. Yeah. Um So we'll, we'll see how that that whole pl- thing plays out. Um, they were able to. What was the trade that they made? They got because um, they got rid of Mozgov. Oh, that big ass center that they gave yeah. sixty seven million to. Who the hell did they get? I cannot remember. I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. That's all right. They started. They freed up money to get Mozgov's contract off the books. They gave him to Brooklyn. Oh, for Lopez. Okay, Brooke yeah. Lopez. All yeah. right. So um, a good player. Yeah, I mean they're making moves to improve. They got yeah. rid of uh, D'Angelo Russell. Um, it seems like people weren't really didn't weren't really enjoying his presence on the team. Of course not. You know we knew that with his uh, spying on people yeah, and cell phone well, stuff. Yeah, well, and the Warriors got swaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I forgot swaggy yeah, yeah. P. Um, but you know the other thing too, uh, just sticking with California teams, Kings got four draft picks, and so obviously they have a brand new core. People ridiculed them last year, talking about the Sacramento Kings, not yeah. the LA Kings or <laughs> anybody listening. Um, they got rid of Boogie Cousins, and nobody knows who's on that roster whatsoever. No. Maybe they have a, a young core that can build and grow together over the next three to four years. We don't know. Time will tell. Right. But uh, it, it's just everybody trying to catch up with the dubs, and I, I like this position that they're in. You know, it's, yeah. We're just on a, a wait-and-see mode. As long as they stay healthy, they should be all right. Yeah. Um, however, on the other side of the uh, coast, in New York... Um, yeah, let's talk about just, this. Just pure sort of comedy chaos. And I am enjoying it because I am not a Knicks fan. I think they're probably one of the most overrated franchises in all of professional sports, especially the NBA. Um, it's only based on location. Yeah, it that, really is. There's nothing else significant or noteworthy about that team other than playing in Madison Square Garden in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. And their uh, finals game got switched over because of the OJ chase. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. twenty plus years ago <laughs> exactly. that happened. Yeah, um, this is an ain't shit franchise. Um, this is even more of an ain't shit franchise than the Warriors used to be before they got their act together with Steph and uh, Clay and Dre. You know, during even the Mark Jackson years of making the playoffs and getting fifty wins or whatever. Um, Phil Jackson is going to go down as either the first, second, or third best coach of all time in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Uh, haters will put him maybe down by the, uh, as the third. You know, more reasonable people will put him second, you know, maybe to Popovich or someone someone of that stature or um, Red oh, Auerbach, yeah. someone like that. 
But he has 11 championships. Nobody can take any of those away. However, in New York, he didn't do a very good job from a GM standpoint. Oh, yeah. He got Polzingas, but yeah. is there anything else that we can praise him for that he did in New York? I don't yeah. think so. I think he's got enough credit where he can take this loss. Yep. I mean, who, who cares? He wasn't a good general manager. Yeah. He failed. Yes. That's completely fine. I don't think that affects his legacy at all. No. When we look back on it, we're going to remember him as a coach for the Bulls and for the Lakers. And if you Wikipedia it and look deep and down and see, oh, yeah, I remember that. He was a GM for the, for the Knicks and it didn't work out. Same thing. Do we? What's been so successful about Michael Jordan's uh, GMing? Nothing. Oh, exactly. And do are we are we having these same questions about uh, does he know what he's doing and he's nope. he's harming his legacy? None uh, whatsoever. Exactly. I mean, he drafted Kwame Brown. <laughs> he sure did. And we just we just give him a pass. It's it's no big deal to me. I mean, same with same with Isaiah. When uh, we look back in a couple years from now, once Isaiah's sort of out of the picture, I mean, he sort of is out of the picture, but it's still kind of fresh in our memories what happened with uh, when he's with the Knicks. He's still a Hall of Famer, bad boys, piston guard. That's all. Yep. That's what we think about all this front office stuff. No one gives a care about it. It's just stuff to make the news. Even Larry Bird's legacy yeah. in Indiana, yeah. which you know, Joe Dumars, yeah, a lot of people. The reason why it's kind of the topic du jour lately is only based on location. Yeah, of course, it's the media capital of the goddamn country. You got you know, eight plus million people living in the city limits, twenty five million in the metro area. Mm-hmm. Everybody cares about what the fuck happens in New York City. I get that, but it is irrelevant. And I guess my biggest problem with the NBA sometimes is that we put too much attention on the location and not the quality of the basketball. Sometimes, when you know, lately Lakers haven't been a good team. There's a disproportionate amount of attention that they get because it's La La Land and right. it's the Lakers and Legacy and whatnot. But they've sucked. They haven't made the playoffs in four or five years. Yeah. The Knicks aren't really a factor and shouldn't be discussed anywhere close to as frequently as the Spurs or the Dubs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here we are talking about the Knicks. They're not a factor. Yeah. So we're pretending like New York's a destination for for. NBA basketball, that's yeah. some sort of top real. It's like, oh, the prestige. What prestige? There's none. What prestige has been built? We There's haven't, none. We haven't seen the Knicks win in our lifetime. No, no. Sure. So it, it's it's fool's gold. It's actually kind of comical in a lot of ways. But, yeah. you know, big sexy markets or big cities or whatever, uh, they get this ridiculous amount of attention. And it's actually kind of funny at times, um, especially for basketball. It just doesn't make any goddamn sense. I will say this, too. I always hear every year, especially in the playoff time, the conspiracy theories for the NBA and, you know, uh, referees and <laughs> the NBA wanted this finals to be a sweep or didn't or wanted to go to seven and all this other shit. Right. The reason why I always debunk every single one of them is I say, tell me what you think the NBA would love to have happen <laughs> in New York. And the answer is always, oh, they'd love for the Knicks to be this great tra- franchise that has won eight championships out of 11 years or yeah. something crazy like that, or even three championships yeah, out of 10 years. They want to be sort of a Yankee type thing. They would love nothing more than the Knicks to be the um, in, in the finals or deep in the playoffs every year. Yeah. Good for basketball, good for, you know, biggest market in the whatever. It never happens, yeah. though. And basketball's doing just fine without That's it. That's true. So there's no conspiracy in the NBA that I'm ever going to buy into. I agree. You know? So, yeah. That, that's what it is. 
Um, and do we have? I think I feel like. Oh, the, did you watch the All Star Game? Oh yeah, I was for bas- I, baseball. Yeah, uh, I normally make a big drinking contest out of the Home Run Derby. It's extremely, extremely fun. Yes. Um, we sort of, uh, me and the professor will sort of take a drink for each home run that is hit, depending on what deck of the stadium it is hit on. I will activate bonuses and multipliers if it's over four hundred fifty feet. Another multiplier if it hits a certain statue. All kinds of craziness, and it was fun. Um, Aaron Judge is a big motherfucker. He's like six seven or something. Six crap. eight two. I'm gonna say six eight two seventy nine. Something Jesus. like that. He's he's massive. Jesus Christ. And he's just knocking the the cover off the baseball at this point. <laughs> he's um he's insanely good. He's uh, people are talking about him as being new face of baseball, which I think they need to pump the brakes on because Mike Trout is still in the league. Um, but it's been really exciting, but like you said before, location. it's located. <laughs> it's New York. You could be ghetto good or slightly above average. Just be an all-star. No, no matter what your sport, you be an all-star and you play in New York, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah, of course. You know, to a lot of people and you'll get a Hall of Famer attention. Yeah. I mean, Alan Houston. D- yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, especially with the history of the Yankees where they would go out and sort of buy the hot player. That yeah. was uh, really good. I mean, Jeter was homegrown. Yep. So that was an exception. But uh, they went out and they got Roger Clemens when he was uh, at the top of his game. They uh, got Jason Giambi when he was uh, dominating. Uh, Mariano was, was uh, gifted onto them. But um, since Jira has gone, sort of, they've been kind of wandering in the desert. They need yep. they need that marquee name uh, to put out there and, and get people to be excited about Yankee baseball. And chicks love the long ball, and he's <laughs> hitting them longer and more often and frequently than anybody else is right now. And uh, it's 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 good for baseball. It's enjoyable. The Yankees are uh, doing their thing. Um, we'll see if it translates into postseason uh, success, but. Uh, it's definitely good for baseball. It makes the home run derby exciting. Watching someone crank 500-foot home runs. It's just like when McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds were doing things in the 90s. Yes. Yeah. Except this guy is just way bigger. And it's natural from all we can tell. Because he's just a big dude. What's so funny to me is, with that type of size, you would think that football coaches and or basketball would be all over you. Just be, looking at I'd you. I'd be really interested to hear his backstory. Because... If I do remember correctly, he's from California. I think he's from like Central California area. That actually the Oakland A's drafted him. Oh wow! Um, but I think he decided to either go to college instead, and so he was allowed to go back into the draft. And then I think that's when the Yankees grabbed him. I Makes believe, if, if that's how, I, if I remember the story correctly. But um, it'd be interesting to get his sort of backstory um, during the contest. They did like interview with them, but it was just basic generic yeah stuff, not like in depth personality like where where he came from what's his backstory but um still pretty interesting it's pretty good it's enjoyable and uh i mean it's another reason why conveniently they planned the mayweather um press jock dockets during this week because it's there's no baseball being played yeah they're on all-star break. it's even it's, more of a dead zone yeah exactly so we gave it all the attention during that day and, and everything but um it, it's exciting my giants suck this year a's um, suck too <laughs> a's are sucking so uh, we'll just wait to see for uh, football to come around. And um, I think a good topic for us to bring up next week is uh, Richard Sherman mentioning how uh, he thinks that NFL players need to band together and maybe potentially strike if they want to get some of this uh, NBA-type 
money. Yeah, it's never going to happen. You've got yeah. a very weak players' union yeah. uh, versus a incredibly strong players' union with less players in it, you know, in the yeah. NBA versus the NFL. Yeah. Very different sports. Uh, Richard's a smart guy. I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure he's just, you know, playing uh, playing up some things that are to his advantage in terms of financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, comparing the two sports is always fun. It's, it's never, ever going to stop. And I think there are some... Uh, uh, things that we can certainly explore. I know we didn't get into Lakers versus Celtics. It was good. Yeah. We certainly will get into that. Yeah, we got to do that next time. Um, and I'll also say, you know, we don't cover a, a whole lot of hockey, but uh, shout out to the Pittsburgh Steel, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins, yeah. goddammit, um, for winning the second uh, straight Stanley Cup. And um, also, Venus is in the Wimbledon finals. Yeah. Uh, the, the weird thing was, though, didn't she just kill somebody? Well, she... Or- <laughs> It was, if it if was I'm weird. careful with my because words, they at first they said it was looked to like it was her fault, and that was the news line that was going out. Then there was actual video footage of it, and they recanted the statements and said she was not at fault. It was the other driver's fault. Okay. So I was like, right. okay, that's why don't you get your shit together? Yeah. You start putting blame on people's deaths. That was the tagline going yeah. on, and I didn't. Yeah. So I mean. Good luck to Venus. Uh, hope that Serena's doing well. She had baby, I don't think. I don't oh, know. she gave birth? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know yet. Don't quote me. By the time you're hearing this, maybe you've heard it, or maybe that's true, or maybe it's not. If she hasn't, best of well, luck to her. Well, a good discussion question will be, is that the most successful family, sports family of all time? Ooh, that's a good point. Let yeah. me get my facts yeah, we'll together to, we'll on to, that uh, one. Do some research, and that'll be a good question for us to follow up on. Real quickly, too, we mentioned on uh, B and BTI... Uh, the what is and what is not a sport. We want to oh, yeah. bring that back up at some point. Yes, that's going to be an event. Yeah, I'm going to stand by my some, some of my statements. I'm going to need some beers for that one. Yeah, I'm going to stand by some <laughs> of my statements. I think you have to have offense and defense going on at the same time for it to be a sport. You tell, uh, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm <laughs> fucking right. How about that? All right. I think that's it for this uh, this session. Yeah, Thank y'all good. for joining us. Uh, let them know where you can hear. Uh, reach out to us. You could do it on at Be Them BTI for Black and Black Times Affinity or directly on my personal one at Cthulhu's Prodigy. Yours? Mine, it's Hey It's Stitch. H-E-Y-I-T-S-S-T-I-T-C-H. Good stuff. Yep. And uh looks like we're out. Mamba out. Peace.